Uh, late comer to the podcast, of course, is the great Tom Campbell. How are you, how are you keeping, Tom? <laughs> <laughs> what was that? What the hell was that? that? We brought a donkey to the podcast. One for each other and all for one. The three brave amigos are we. Brother to brother and everyone. A brave amigo Wherever they need us Our destinies lead us Amigos, we're always together <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode 14 of the Three Amigos FBL show Joining us tonight is, of course, our amiga Kylie, who has joined the show on a permanent basis How are you doing, Kylie? And welcome to your permanent status as a member of our team Hey, Don, thanks for having me back, and uh, I'm excited to be a permanent fixture on the Three Amigos show. Looking forward to tonight. Yeah, we're going to have a special show, and of course, we're joined as usual by my amigos, Mars and Dale. How are you doing, boys? Yeah, good, thanks. That's your cue, Dale, to actually can say something. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm not bad, Don. I'm, I'm back after working myself to death and I thought you'd replace me with Carly, but I'm only kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, no she's, she's not a replacement. She's just, um, she's an embellishment for the pod, um, Dale. You know, she brings the stats, she brings actually research, you know, so it's, um, we, 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 we need some, good. Yeah, we need someone who knows what they're on about, really, don't we? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, but tonight's show is obviously going to be um, it's going to be a different one, a special one. So um, it's going to be our basically our three amigos party. So we're going to have a bunch of our FBL friends from the community joining us to talk about the game week 38 plans and also, of course, um, what their thoughts were on the season so far, their highs, their lows. So we're really looking forward to that. But um, Kylie, I'll come to you first because um, one of the questions that we're going to obviously, as I mentioned, ask everyone is basically what their high and low points have been of the season. So how about you tell us, what did you get right and what did you get wrong? Okay, well, it's a bit of a mixed bag of both, actually. I'd say, generally speaking, I've been really successful at juggling attackers this season. So I had Sterling from very, very early on and obviously Salah as well. And then I sort of supplemented those with kind of a revolving door of City and Liverpool assets. So Sane, KDB, Mane, and I had them at the right time and then switched them out for the next one. And so that's largely where my success this season has come from. I'd also say that I fell on the right side of Kane exit on, on the two key occasions. So... I didn't sell him over Christmas when a lot did. And obviously I got his hat tricks and I captained him for the second one. And, uh, well, depending on how Ali goes tonight, I'd say that having removed Salah recently has proven quite effective. Obviously it brings a new headache uh, in terms of next game week. But, yeah, so I'd say timing in terms of my attackers has been really good. In terms of worst moves... Can I just say, like, defence and full stop, it has been an absolute minefield, a disaster. doesn't matter whether it's been an expensive defence, a cheap defence. No matter what I do there, I've really, really struggled. I mean, it all kind of started – I remember when um, 
Chelsea had last, it was last year, said so the first part of the season, and they had this amazing run of fixtures. And I actually doubled up on Chelsea defence with Azpilicueta and Christensen. This was back when Christensen was playing every game and looked like this glorious option at 5.5 for Chelsea defence. And so for some reason, I decided I only needed one Chelsea defender and I sold Azpilicueta and then was promptly trolled by Christensen forever. So I sold Christensen and I bought in Jones, who was dropped that week and then disappeared for a while. I then sold Jones for Alonso, who had been on this amazing run and, you know, goals, assists, clean sheets. Anyway, I brought him in and then he stopped doing anything. And then the pinnacle of all of this, as if all of that hadn't been bad enough, I then brought in Smalling for my Alonso spot on my wild card and essentially bought into that whole Twitter hive, you know, hive mind mentality where everyone was saying that Bailly was more nailed, which in retrospect makes no sense because he hadn't been playing because of injury and Smalling had been playing since like game week 23. I did that move on my wild card minutes before the deadline and it has haunted me ever since. So I hate just... I hate them ones, Kylie, when you do them right before the deadline and they, and because they, they're so rarely, for me anyway, they never really work. Chief, you're very welcome to the Three Amigos end of season party. So, um, we're looking forward to, looking forward to hearing your stories, your tales of woe and your tales of victory for, um, for the season that we're almost finished. Um, and also, sure, tell us how you're getting on with Game Week 37. How's the, how's the double week treating you? Yeah, hi guys. Um, Double Game Week 37 has been (laughs) absolutely hellish, to say the least. Um, No good has come of it to date, and uh, um, the sooner it finishes, the better. Um, As for the season as a whole, uh, it's not been that spectacular, to be honest with you. Um, You know, the, the last few weeks before the Double Game Week, I'd risen from 100k to 34k, and I was hoping to push on on into the top 10k. But um, even that's not going to happen at this stage. It's just a case of damage limitation. And if I can finish in the top 1% come uh, 5 p.m. on Sunday, you know, ranked 59k at least, uh, that's my target now. So, um, you know, just want the season to end and uh, look forward to the World Cup. That's that's my mindset right now. <laughs> yeah, I know that's definitely the sentiment that I'm feeling, right, Chief? But I'm sure top one percent would be would be very good. I mean, you can't you can't complain with that. It's it's a lot of people's target at the end at the start of every season. Yeah, uh, Tony's Coach, aiming for the top hundred percent. To be fair, yeah. Welcome to well, the party, Chief. It's important, Mars, <laughs> to set realistic goals at the start of every season. So um, <laughs> that's what I found. You know, the top one percent has you know gradually. The, the threshold has reduced over the years. I remember when the top 1% was 28K and now it's, what, 59K. So, you know, it's all relative at the end of the day. And uh, it's, you know, it's getting harder to finish in that top 1% as more FPL managers, you know, well, so-called FPL managers, um, you know, play the game. Um, you know, for me, it's it's not really been a fun season. You know, I'm, I, I, I jumped on many of the bandwagons fairly late. Um, so it's a case of, you know, just, I've just been fairly boring, really, you know, choosing the boring picks, 
the boring transfers, and it's paid off until this double game week. So um, yeah, just just hoping to so finish. So chief, who who's, who told you I'll be your hero, chief? I'll take away your pain. <laughs> I'll score your points forever. Who who was it? It was you. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, can you hear me? What was that? It's Dave. Now hey, Dave. Dave. Uh, <laughs> Welcome to the party, Dave. Hello. Uh, loving this. Hi, uh, who is this? <laughs> <laughs> don't don't do not edit this. Hello. Hello, Chief. It's like a fucking Ouija board. Is anyone there? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it reminds me of that scene in the Titanic, you know? <laughs> who, that's, that's who's saying hello. <laughs> I feel like I'm possessed here. <laughs> it's Chief. I can tell his voice. Who was your hero, Chief? Who took away the pain, scored you all the points, and stayed with you forever? It was Mohamed Salah up until this um, Saturday, or this Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> To be fair, he was sensational for pretty much, what, 90% of the season. And um, I guess with, you know, Liverpool's Champions League commitments, he's gone off the boil slightly in the league. Um, you know, he's been absolutely sensational this year. He's probably, you know, he's probably done far better than you know, Suarez. You know, I think he's exceeded what Suarez and you know, Cristiano Ronaldo did in years gone by. So, you know, he's been the absolute hero, to say the least. And a hero season. comes along, right? Sorry? Oh, he's gonna... And a hero comes along. He's got to sing it, Chief. Oh. <laughs> Coming. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Chief, now, uh, coaches, coaches just have to join in the party. So, uh, Coach, how are you keeping? How's Game Week 37 treating you? Hey, guys, how are you all doing? You okay? All right, Coach. Welcome all to the party. All good. Hi, Thanks. welcome. Thanks. I brought a bottle. How would you like to drink? Uh, uh, Dale, is get, Dale is getting the drinks. Well, Mrs. Mrs. Coach said that I had to bring a bottle, so so that's what that's what I did. <laughs> Brilliant. It, it's yeah. chocolate though. Like it's 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 crap. No one wants it. Don't worry. Yeah, tell <laughs> us. Uh, yeah. So you bought the the biggest bottle of piss basically you could find and brought it to the party, yeah? That's it. Yeah. Because I just thought we could use it to. Uh, well, I thought I'd use it to sum up my own season. So, coach, <laughs> coach, looking at Twitter, I, I can say that it's like being sad, so sad, a sad, sad situation, and it's just getting more absurd. Is that true? Oh, is the word I'm just going to use for it. Apologies for my language, but yeah, no, it's. Oh, please don't apologise. <laughs> <laughs> uh, coach, I've been wanting to ask you this question because I know you, you similarly to me, have been having a miserable season. So, um, what has been the highlight of your season? What have you actually gotten right that you're looking, going to look back on and go, yeah, that that went well for me? Well, I've I've had Salah since game week one, so I think that was a good shout. Like from the bat, that that was quite a good one. I think from the end of last season, I was all, I was. Bang set on having Coutinho because I was just his stats are always we were always great and I was always really impressed with him like stats wise. So I said right, I'm going to have Coutinho. And then when he wasn't playing, Salah had a good preseason. And from that point onwards, um, I, I thought yeah, okay, I'll go I'll go with Salah instead of Coutinho. And obviously never looked back. He, he got rested in game week two, which I was a bit worried about at the time, um, but then never looked back. And then. F- on him as well. I mean, I didn't actually captain him until I was looking at my, looking at the team earlier. I didn't actually captain him until game week eleven. Um, but when they beat West Ham four one, that was the first time I captained him. But actually, that was probably a lot 
earlier than other people actually got on the got on the bandwagon with Salah. So I must have had him as captain for a good four or five weeks before other people actually started captaining him as well. So that for me, probably it is Mo Salah, definitely. Just to nice let one. you all know, there's a penalty for Leicester at the moment. I on our own Jamie Vardy, and he's about to take it. If he misses, I apologise for any language that. Please, Vardy party. Please, Vardy Let's have a Vardy party. Vardy scores. Yes, get in. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> uh, that that added to the Kane goal earlier on, lads, has depressed me a bit. But, uh, yeah. Uh, Gabriel Jesus is scoring. It's, um, yeah, why hasn't he scored yet? I'm getting really resentful now. Yeah, yeah Alonso, Alonso goal, Kane goal, now Vardy goal. It's yeah. not not working out good just tonight. I say that I've got all three, but anyway. Yeah. Who got who I, got the assist for Leicester? Who who got the assist for the penalty? Gray, Gray. Yeah, Andre Gray. Oh, that's Gray. If if you want a if you want a sad story, I was leading the 300 quid uh, league ten minutes ago. And I'm now 34 points behind. Whoa. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, well, I'm on Jesus, Captain. So there oh, you that's go. horrible. Uh, welcome, Dave, to the party. How are you keeping? Hi, Dave. All right until 10 minutes ago. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the fair room here with Chelsea on watching Hazard and Giroud just dive around all over the place. Um, but yeah, I've got uh, I'm, I'm crying here about that. I, Son Kane goal was the worst possible uh, outcome for me. Absolute nightmare. I need a Jesus goal. I've got Sane though, which is something. Yeah, no, something. I'm hoping Jesus will do something too. Um, but uh, the uh, tell us, Dave, the fellas have been telling us about their highlights and low points of the season so far. But um, how about you tell us? I know you were on our you were on our getting to know you podcast not so long ago. But um, tell us what has been your high and low points. It's, it's a it's a sad tale. I mean, I, I knew about Salah. I, I'd been tracking him. I knew how well he played at Roma, and I had him from game week one, uh, and I've had him all season. But I never captained him until the Stoke game, and he, he's done nothing. Um, I, I, I genuinely don't know why I've, I, I've never captained him all season. It, um, I'm 8K as it stands on the fixed site without captaining him once. And I, I, I'm racking my brains as to why I haven't. And, um, I, I don't know. Maybe I just, I'm, ra- I'm, I, I'm hmm. racking my brains, Dave, to figure out how you're 8K without captaining Salah all season. But, uh, what's, what's your plans for a 38? The work league has 350 people in it and I'm third. I mean, 300 quid first prize. So I've got a good, I've got a good side. I've got Sterling. I've got Sane. I've got Mar- Mane. I've got Salah. I've got a really good side. You know, I, I need Chelsea to score. I, I need Liverpool to have to beat Brighton. If Chelsea don't score in the next 10 minutes, you know, Klopp can make a few decisions on, on, on the lineup. Not that he's got much backup mind. I still think he'll play a, a strong side, but there just won't be the, the intensity of having to win. And I was all planning on captaining Mane. Um, oh, Hazard's through. Ooh, no, he's not. He's down again. Um, so, yeah. I, I, <laughs> and then a, and then a man the... Um, a man and captain to uh, to finish the season. Well, I, I, I've, I've just been PVA, I think, for the last game. West Brom will just be down in the dumps. It'll be a party atmosphere at Palace. You know, I'm not too fussed about um, uh, the seller, although 
Ali's just got another yellow card. So I, I could do Ali to... Oh. <coughs> I'll probably just do Cedric to uh, PVA. And that, that's probably my low light. I was going to bring PVA in two weeks ago, three weeks ago. But this is where social media can... You know, because of Anfield Express, I... I looked at these things and saw that they were saying Arnold will start playing in midfield and I ignored my gut feeling and I had a gut that PVA would go and I went, you know, Arnold and ignored the PVA. And Always cost- follow your gut unless you had a curry. The gut. And this is where you've, you've got to be careful with social media. Had I not known about Anfield Express, had I not been following lineups, I would have brought PVA in. But as soon as he said he's guaranteed to start and Gomez is playing and he's going to be pushed forward so he climbed playing and all this sort of stuff I got excited and it's cost me 30 points and um, oh there's a scramble on here another one oh oh this is oh my god this is like a gold mouth scramble at the Chelsea game oh my god <laughs> this is uh, is anybody else watching this <laughs> no Dave Dave you're no. like we're living you're on like, your commentary <laughs> Dave you're like the cami you're the cami you're our cami from Sky Sports yeah, yeah. Yeah. Tell us, uh, Chief, come back to you. What's your thoughts on 38? Um, after game week 38, just uh, log off Twitter. <laughs> no. um, no, <laughs> game, week, game week 38, I'm, you know, like, I think it'll probably be the, the one game week where I won't take things too seriously. I'll probably take a risk, might take a hit. It just depends what the, you know what my rank is. If I'm ranked, let's say, well within the top one percent, I, I won't take any risks. But by the looks of it, I'm going to be ranked well outside of it. So, um, you know, just just do something crazy. You know, triple, you know, captain Michael Carrick. No, probably not. Come on, chief. <laughs> winner, winner takes all, and the loser gets call. So you've got to you've got to gamble, <laughs> take some hits. Exactly. Well, one thing I can say, though, looking at past game week 38s, they're normally filled with tons of goals. You know, there aren't that many clean sheets. So, you know, you'll get random results like you know, Stoke beating Liverpool 6-1 or you know, Chelsea beating Wigan 8-0. So we can't, sorry, so, can't hear Chief. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Off. Can you hear me? Hello. <laughs> Are you teasing me? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, game week 38, it's just, look, it's, it's all about goals. You know, it's very unpredictable. Just really have fun, you know. Um, but you know, ultimately, it doesn't matter what your rank is. Remember this: it doesn't matter what your overall rank is in game week 37. Your end of season stats are what matters, you know, in your game week history. So it, it just depends, you know, how how hung up you are on that, as opposed to having a bit of a laugh and you know taking a risk and finishing on a high. So um, yes, you know, like they say, whether you're up or whether you're down, take a good look around. It's not all right, but it's okay. We're moving on anyway. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you know, like we were talking about overall rank. Some for some people, it's just about the mini leagues. Um, for some people, it's the cash leagues. You know, it just really depends what your aims are. But for me, it is. I'm not going to lie to you. You know, I don't really care about the mini leagues. It's just about finishing in the top one percent. And um, you know that that's really it. So I, I I will take a risk if I have to on on Sunday, but. I, I don't know. It's, it's it's got to a point where I just want to have fun now. The boringness has killed me, and I just want to have fun. So there yeah. we go. Chief just wants to have fun. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I like it. We, uh, we're going to edit that out. I apologise. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, 
Tell us, coach, what's your plans for 38? Have you got any wacky captain picks to round out this cat- catastrophe of the season? Um, no, I really haven't, to be honest. Um, I'm, I'm out of ideas. Captain Michael Carrick. Captain Michael Carrick. Yeah. <laughs> Peter Crouch? I don't know. Um, no, I, my, my actual plan was to just take Hazard back out and... and get Salah back in and just captain him because I think he'll just have a good game and I'll probably just do it that way. If the Man City players have worked out this week, then I might have picked one of those guys away at Southampton, but because they haven't... The There's a goal for City. Hold on. Hold on. Because if that's Jesus... Please, be Jesus. There's a goal that. for City and I don't know who scored. Oh, men, son of it's Jesus. It's going to be Gundogan on my bench. That's what's going to be. Oh, come on! The anticipation. It's killing me. Maz having his on. He's not come up. Who's good? Jesus. Hurry up. (laughs) Stop saying Jesus, will you? Yeah, it's throwing us off. Some Liverpool fans were saying Jesus because... They haven't been a goal, Maz. It is. It's 3-1. It's 3-1, I'm telling you. Chief just also tweeted it. It's probably just going off what you oh, said. Someone just tweeted something about a Sane Sane, Sane. I've got yeah. Sane, that's fine. Oh, God. Uh. Fernandinho goal, Sane assist. Oh, oh what? Christ. <laughs> yep. Let's, let's, let's breathe some life back, life back into this party. Lecter have just scored another. Oh, my God. Who? I hope that's oh, not who? Party. Fucking baddie. Who was it? Don't know. Yeah. Mares. Oh my God! It was <laughs> yeah. Mares. Jesus yeah. Christ. Uh, was it Mares? Yeah. They got rid of Mahrez. him for Sterling, like so many others. I knew he was going to score this week. Such a troll. I think Fly still has Mares. Twitter's about to explode. I I think I'm just going to switch off FBL lads and just completely just start looking at the World Cup and you know and what and, and non FBL because this is driving me mad. This game week has been I, it was it wasn't too bad the first part of it, but tonight has been diabolical. I can't wait to start the World Cup shit. Yeah, we'll be doing some quality stuff from the Three Amigos Dale, huh? Oh yes. Oh yes. Uh, tell us, Dale, actually, while I have you on the phone, what's, what's, what have been your, um, we've been hearing from our guests about what their high and lows have been from the season, but uh, I'm looking forward to hearing what yours have been. Uh, my lows was every week of the season. Uh, it was just horrific. It's been a horrific season. Uh, I think I'd have had more fun painting my garage than playing FPL, if I'm honest. <laughs> Uh, but your but the highs have been as being part of the three amigos team, isn't that right, Dale? No, I've classed that as the lowest of the low. Uh, <laughs> no, no, in all fairness, uh yeah, being part of the pod, we obviously we restarted the pod this this halfway through the season. Um and that's going really well and that's been a lot of fun to be involved in. Um the lows I've I've had some. Uh, I remember higher Kane from week one, and that was horrible. Um, August was horrible. Um, tipping Salah at the beginning of the season to to outscore to be like Liverpool's highest scorer 
and then not getting him in till like game week 30 or something. Like maybe not that late. Maybe about 23, 24. Um, that was that was hair, hurtful. That was uh, that was really hurting. Um, highs. There was one week where I scored 100 without using a chip, so that was fun. Uh, but they, they've been few and far between, really. Um, maybe when yeah, I switched to four-five-one, that was probably the high, one of my high points, and I, and I just I, I smashed it for about four or five weeks when everyone's telling me four-five-one wouldn't work. So yeah, that, yeah. that was, was quite. Good. Nobody like I can't. We none of us can actually remember um, you bragging about that at all at the time. Um, nobody really? on Twitter or on the podcast. No, you can't be quiet about. It. Would yeah. I do that? <laughs> Yeah, Stag, you've joined the uh, you've joined the party. How um how are you keeping? Welcome to the show. He's still making his uh, chamomile tea. He's still making it. chamomile. Sorry, no, I muted myself. Apologies. <laughs> before Stag talks, just want to give a big. I was shout talking out to, to myself. Before, before Stag starts, I just want to give a big shout out to Huddersfield for holding Chelsea. Well done, boys. And hello, Stag. Uh, hello, Mars. Come on, Stag. It does mean that Liverpool need a result against Brighton, which is which is the most interesting thing now. I think about 38. Um, get Salah or captain him or, or go for something else. That's that's the, still a still a big result. Chelsea can still get four. Liverpool have gone fourth now, I think. Yeah, it's kind of a unique situation for Liverpool. Either beat Real Madrid or beat Brighton to qualify for the Champions League. Yeah, we'll do both. We'll be <laughs> legends. That would be. Yeah. Um, yeah, tell us, Stag, <laughs> what's your um, what's been your highlights and lowlights from uh, from the seventeen eighteen season? Um, the highlight was probably just ahead of blank game week thirty one. I decided to free hit, and that allowed me to bring in Mares and David Silva the week before. And you'll remember they had a particularly good week that week, and that so that game week thirty kind of spurred on my end of season revival where. Just out of nowhere, I kind of got a decent return. Not Nothing unbelievable, but it ended up five red arrows in a row and set me up nicely for blank game week 31, where I had 115 points that kind of pretty much has decided my season and kind of put me on a good trajectory right up until today when Gabriel Jesus is still on course to blank. Yeah, and it's, he's just gone off, by the way. He's just <laughs> gone off. <laughs> oh my God. And there's my biggest mistake of the season. <laughs> <laughs> live on air live on air yeah at least you're not alone in that yeah but at least you see yeah. the, the fact of the matter is that Kane was by far and away the most popular captain and triple captain wasn't he you're not and alone we're here with you day. all crying about Jesus blanking yeah yeah, yeah. oh like I, I, I think you got to the game logically then yeah, you do have to play the game logically. And that was probably the other mistake I made um, this season was ignoring Salah's... Not ignoring Salah. I brought him into my team relatively early, maybe like game week five or something. I, I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. But it was ignoring captaining him for too long. How many times did I get caught with, you know, captaining Kane? Like everybody probably in this call. Ah, okay. That's definitely... I mean, yeah, I think it is a logical decision, you know, because Man City have been... Scoring all the goals recently, and they've they've still got three tonight. It's just unfortunate that Jesus hasn't been on the receiving end of any of those goals or, or assists tonight. But I'm sure the story could have been completely different. So we we have played it logical in the fact that we've all captain Jesus. I mean, some people captain Sterling, but either either of the two really, there there is logic behind it. And at the start of the game, we, we weren't to know 
you never, never, never to know what's to happen. And Kane could score any week, couldn't he? So I, I don't think you can beat yourself up really about captain and Jesus and it not working out in a game week like this. That's that's yeah, too not. logical, coach. Too logical. We should beat yourself up <laughs> for not captaining Boomer. Well, well, I'm sorry, but someone off, someone offered a tip about five minutes ago. So I just thought I'd uh, I'd jump in with uh, with a bit of a pearl of wisdom because <laughs> it's such a rarity around here. Yeah, oh, yeah, true. Can we just all have a laugh as well in the morn? Mares done nothing most of the game. He's on three bonus points just just for us to have a laugh. So standard. I'll have a bit of that though. Yeah, boomerang. My my eleven year old boy, um, Captain Boomerang, this week game week. So he's uh he's pretty chuffed with himself, and he's for com- completing his smashing of me all this season. But uh, tell us, uh, Ken Rooney, you're uh you're joining us from Cork. You've joined the party. How are you keeping? Hey, Donica. Ah, not too bad. Thanks. Just delighted with that Huddersfield result there. So uh, I'm in better form now. Yeah, I know. I know. Tell us, Ken, what's been uh, your highlights and lowlights from uh, from this season? Uh, a lot more lowlights and highlights. Unfortunately, it's just uh, I'm just happy to put this season behind me. Really, I just it's I'm just kind of seeing the ridiculous side of it now. To be honest, and I've kind of made my peace with it. You know, I was due a bad season, and this is the one. Um, I was happy. I kind of bought some good players early on at a nice low price, and I've always kind of done okay with that. Like I bought Salah for nine million in game week four. I bought Sterling for 7.9 in game week 8, and I bought uh, Milivojevic for 4.6. So I was kind of delighted. I made some good buys, but uh, I made some awful ones as well. I bought uh, I bought Nias in game week 13, the day before he was suspended for diving. Um, I kept him for four game weeks, and he scored one point for me. I bought Christensen. Yeah, I bought Christensen, game week 16. Started off well, got three clean sheets in the next four, but then he didn't play the next two. He got one point in the next one, and then there was the infamous kind of trolling where he played 57, 57, and 27 minutes, uh, and all of them were clean sheets, which we, you know I didn't get. So I was I fell victim to that, and uh, I bought Murat in game week four, sold him for Aguero in game week six, just in time to avoid his hat trick. Brought him back the next week. And then he just got eight blanks out of 12 until I sold him. It's <laughs> <laughs> so, like, so unlucky. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, like, that's, that's been my season now. That is it. Chelsea enough. wasn't good for you. Obviously, Chelsea was a problem. I had the Christiansen issue as well, but I did get the Morata hat trick. But everything else from Chelsea was terrible for me. Yeah, yeah. And I, unfortunately, I did a bit of maths about it as well. Because uh, <laughs> I was looking back on my season and I kind of, for this pod, and I kind of wish I didn't really. There was a, I used five Chelsea players, 44 appearances for 133 points. So they got me three points per appearance. <laughs> compared, compared to Liverpool and Spurs players who got me 6.9 on average per appearance. So even if the Chelsea players had gotten me, say, five points on average, I'd have 88 more points now on kind of back of a fag packet, Matts, but kind of more or less like that, and I'd be in the top 50k. So, yeah, if he, if he wore a Chelsea shirt this season, he screwed me. Chelsea, <laughs> home uh, of Charles. Yep. Yeah, def- definitely has been, yeah. yeah although Alonso's come, through, come home for a few of a uh, few people who stuck with him. For the, I, for the I sold him two weeks ago. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which, which, as you you'll regard it, Ken, that's because that's why he did well this game week is because you sold him two weeks ago. But uh, it's funny how um, the FBL, like no other game, basically 
it has so many like people with horror stories with that where they can relay like I sold him this week and he came up with a goal. Then I got him back in and he blanked for four weeks straight. Then I sold him and it's like a you know it's only a really an FBL you hear them kind of stories, so yeah. real uh, real tragedies. But uh, tell us, Ken, what's your um, what's your thinking for thirty eight? Like what's your plans, captain wise, based on the fact that Liverpool will be um, will only need a point to secure the Champions League spots. What's your thinking for captaincies? Um, Gosh, I, don't like I, I, I don't care anymore, you know. <laughs> 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 I don't know. I think, uh, well, for me anyway, if, I just... If you, if you gave a toss, Ken, all right? If I gave a toss, I know I do. And I'm look, I'm still going to try and get as many points as I can, but, you know, not with any great hope. Uh, at this point, you know, the last game week, it's just so random. Uh, and, and the second last one, as we've seen. So it's just so hard to predict. So... I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna have a bit of fun and just. I think there's a lot of kind of mid-priced midfielders who kind of could do quite well in a kind of Walcotty kind of fashion, but not Walcott, you know. But uh, you know, like guys like like Ramsey or Arnautovic or those kind of guys. You know, I wouldn't be going for the big like Kane and all that. I know he scored tonight, but I'd be going just for kind of left field kind of players. Just I'd say this is a week to to go with your hunch, really. If unless you're trying to defend the lead. So I'd, I'd be kind of, I certainly anyway, I'm just kind of having a look and just going with a hunch of a guy who I know is capable of of scoring big on his day. Maybe hasn't done it for, is in reasonable form, but maybe hasn't done it for kind of quite, uh, done it for a few weeks, we'll say. Roberto Firmino. <laughs> you never know. I, you never know. I like Aubameyang. I think might be might be a decent shout. You know, he's been. Mm. I wish I captained. I wish I triple captained him this week. But uh, but yeah, uh, you know, captain captain hindsight though. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Tell us, uh, Peter. Peter Blake has joined the party. How are you doing, Peter? Good evening, though. Very well, thank you. How are you? Oh, good. Um, how has the double game week been treating you? Have you been cheering along at the Kane goal and the Mares goal and the Alonso goal? Uh, I triple captain Sterling, so oh. draw your own conclusions, right? <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, tre- it's treated me the same way it's treated the rest of you, uh, which is uh, not very politely. Yeah, I know. And you just know we'll be seeing on Twitter plenty of people rejoicing in their uh, Mar- Mars will be um, Mars will be all over Twitter later on. You won't be able to get them off it for for the whole night. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, tell us, as the as the season as a whole, this is our end of season party, of course. So um, tell us what has been your kind of highlight and low points of the season so far. Uh, I think the highlights, uh, I suppose, very briefly. Um, Sterling, I brought him in, I think, in game week seven, and he went for two against Crystal Palace, uh, and I think before he was you know, guaranteed starts really. So I was pretty happy with that. I think Fabianski as well, somebody I had since game week one, and he just continuously delivered even though it was only 4.5 and I was really happy with that um, I think another positive it's slightly away from FPL but I've, I've been playing a draft game this year which I've really enjoyed and I would recommend to everybody uh, get involved in, in one of those leagues if you can find some people who are committed it's been a hell of a lot of fun so that was, that's been great it's kind of offset yeah, the pretty poor FPL season I've had to be honest with you hasn't, that hasn't been uh, uh, anywhere near as productive as I was hoping it would be and I think the reasons for that I think my main mistakes have been uh, I think ignoring premium defenders for too long. Uh, I was looking into the, the numbers on this earlier. If you look at the top six sides, let's say the big six sides, um, this season five of them have kept 15 or more clean sheets, whereas in previous seasons that's been three, three, one, 
three descending. So there was an awful lot of points there, and I was just putting too much money into the attack and not enough into the defence, whereas Man United clean, clean sheets was killing me every single week. It was a real pain in the ass. Um, I think the other mistake I made was just focusing too much on fixtures and not enough on um, on form. And made probably I think I was probably swayed a bit too much as well by opinion. I've read elsewhere as well. I think I need to go back to playing my own game next season and hopefully you know, recapture some of the form that I had in the last couple of seasons because this season hasn't been great at all. But, you know, it's, 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 it's kept me entertained, I suppose, for nine months. And for a free game, you can't really ask more, can you? So uh, you're... Yerma, you've, uh, you're joining the party. How are you getting on? Welcome to the Three Amigos. We're not using the word party as a verb in this podcast, are we? I know. Well, well, there is actually a Vardy hap- a happy Vardy <laughs> on, on the show, but uh, it's not me. <laughs> all good. All good. I've uh, I've just watched Arsenal go seven for seven um, without a point, without a win. In league football for 2018. So, I mean, if nothing else, Wenger is going to sign off as the most consistent away manager of the season. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, Arsenal aside, what's been your highlights and low points of this season? Um, highlight probably playing a chip right for a change. So, I used the free hit chip in game week 35. Ended up with something like 96 points, but because it was a terrible week for everybody, that actually put me in the top 100 rank uh, for that week. So it's it's nice when you get it right, because I would say in terms of low points, it was probably the other 37 weeks. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. That's, uh, that's the way it's been, but I'm, I'm looking forward to the end of it. I don't know about you, but I can't wait for the summer now at this point. Uh, lo- looking forward to a nice break. What's what's your plans for 38? don't know. I mean, if I had a triple captainship, I'd probably put it on Mavropanos. Um, but I don't. I don't. There's nothing. There's not. I mean, the way I look at it now, I was I was fully expecting Chelsea to tank Huddersfield tonight, just to, just so that it actually went to the last game of the season, um, in terms of the final relegation. But there's nothing to play for. There's you know there's very little to play for from many of the teams. Relegation should be pretty much sewn up now. Um, so there's nothing really to fight for at the bottom. And it just depends. I mean, we've seen people like Lukaku hit hat-tricks for West Brom and things like that on the last day of the season. Um, so somebody, I'm sure, you know, I'm sure somebody's going to do something mental, but it's it's too hard to pick. Um, so I'm going to go, I'm going to go and captain somebody like Zaha, I think, on Game Week 38 and just, just try to stay away from Harry Kane, who's been nothing but a disappointment in the doubles. Yeah, I'd love to see a load of different captains for... Uh... For game week 38, it'll be well, why not? Be why a not? Load, I mean, load of differentials, yeah. Go for it because I mean, if, I mean you're, if listen, if you're not in the top 50 right now, you're definitely not in with the shout of winning it. So, you know, roll the dice and enjoy yourself for the final game week. And as I said, you know, Mavro Panos getting a red card tonight sort of put uh, pay to my uh, my plans for Arsene Wenger's last game against Huddersfield. But um, yeah, we'll see. Aubameyang, I mean, I don't know what the group thinks, but um, he must. Surely be in the reckoning for, you know, probably one of the most expensive players. He must be getting close to something like Harry Kane at the start of next season. Um, even in a shit team like Arsenal are performing in most of the season, he's, he's scoring goals, he's getting assists, he's getting involved. He's, he's a class act. It's going to be a lot of upheaval at Arsenal, though, isn't there? They're going to have a new manager in and it's going to be a completely different way of working for everybody. I'm Personally, I'm going to stay clear of Arsenal for the first few weeks and just see how they bed in. Because um, that, that's I'm, a massive change. I'm straight on Aubameyang. It's the World Cup. Kane will be knackered. 
Salah's there. Who else we got? What other strikers are there? Lacazette's there. Uh, trying to think, Morata will be there. So he's not going. Sterling in midfield for sure, I reckon. Or City, you know, triple up on City again. But Aubameyang is is one of the few along with like Sanchez who don't have a World Cup. So I'll be, I'll be. Yeah, I like him too. Hello, hola, cómo está? Can you hear me? Realmente no puedo hablar español. Hola, buenas, ¿qué tal? Bien, yo tampoco español. Yo estoy español para cuatro días. It's so embarrassing when we call the three amigos and the, the four of us can probably about just say come estás and everybody else is having a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you want me to break out in a ballad right now? No. <laughs> no. Quite a lot about it. Like this, twice I've been on this show and both times my only contractual obligation was Mars isn't allowed to sing. Full stop. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, why I got all the singing before you came on. <laughs> Yeah, he's trying to tr- try to throw in a few rhymes as we've gone. We've only actually heard him breaking into song once. I actually broke into song once as well, Ryan. Even though it's technically not a song if I sing it. But, uh, I, I'm I not. Sh- I'm not sure if we we're allowed to ask questions, but I did have a question from the Bang Average podcast. Okay, we're, we'll fire ahead. So uh, they wanted to know why the fuck were they not invited? <laughs> Well, we we knew we had the best man from the Bang Average podcast. That's all I needed. So. That's all I needed. That's the sound bite I needed. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to tell us, Charlie, tell us uh, how has Game Week Thirty Seven been going for you, and uh, um, what's been your highlights and lowlights from the season so far? Uh, Game Week Thirty Seven has been a bit of a disappointment because um, I'm in a head-to-head league with promotion and relegation, and um, I think I've just been beat by four points and it means I'm going to get relegated this season. Absolute gutter. But it serves me right. Absolutely serves me right because um, up until game week 19, I was playing and I was enjoying the game. And um, then the Christmas break came along. And in all honesty, after the Christmas break, I couldn't give a monkeys. Um, The whole team just went downhill and I almost lost enthusiasm for it, really. Highs and lows. Highs and lows of the season. The lows were 23 out of 38 game weeks with a bloody red arrow. That was pretty rubbish. Um, Tompkins and Palace um, earned me 70 points on the bench, so that was no use at all. Um, but the highlight was game week 12. Absolutely loved that. 95 points. Aguero and Salah rotation. Remember, I came on the podcast and mentioned that that was working really well. It was when Chelsea actually gave a shit and was scoring goals. Show promoting was doing all right. So, you know, at that point in the season, I was absolutely cruising and ranked about 28,000. Really, really happy. And it, it just went all to pot after that. It was just absolutely awful. Um, so, yeah, I pretty much gave up about Christmas time and just enjoyed listening to the podcast and, um, you know, following other people's tips and not really doing my own research. Yeah, so you became a nice, uh, uh, more passive player for the for the last few months. I've definitely done the same. I enjoy doing the pod, but um, I haven't been kind of tracking my players the same way as it was before because I just kind of gave up on this season. What's Which, research? No harm. Research is um, <laughs> research is the advice that all people like us give to you. Ah, okay, cool. <laughs> it's, it's opinion backed up by facts, Mars. Yeah, that's it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A few stats thrown in as well. Um, so, yeah, the other thing you asked was tips for the weekend. Um, so, game week 38, if anybody still cares, because it's so much fun. This, um, 
Uh, I reckon City are chasing 100 points. So um, so they might do all right. So go look out for them. Swansea, you've still got something to play for. They might score. And think about Kai and... I thought Scott, Swansea got a captain's slot. Well, no, I mean, if City, no, if City score six and Swansea score four, they're back in the race, aren't they? Oh, OK. I, I don't know. Just yeah, so, people were so saying I'm lucky Swansea because Huddersfield got a point. So, cool. No, That's what is it? Swan- Swansea goal difference. Uh, it's, it's, it's Swansea versus Southampton, basically, for the drop. But it's a ten, it's a ten goal goal difference that needs to be overturned. Yeah. That's right. But you can easily see um, a, a rampant. You can easily see rampant Man City scoring a load against Southampton. No, they didn't save. In fairness, though, Paul, my FPL team were chasing 100 points this week as well, and they didn't show up. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so Swansea, Swansea know that they've got to score, haven't they? So I think out of all the teams that are in in the Premiership chasing stuff, you've got Liverpool, Spurs and Chelsea um, all vying for two of the top of those um, top four spaces. And then at the bottom, you've got Swansea chasing away. So everyone else, you know, at this time of the season, there's always loads of goals, aren't they? Remember when... So basically Alex Captain Slaughter. Yeah, Captain, Captain Slaughter. Captain Slaughter <laughs> and choose players with something to do. And don't bother with one foot on the bench team, one foot on the beach teams. Yeah, and other other than that, just start doing your research for fancy World Cup. Yeah, exactly. I know. I, lo- I love surely how even on this absolute car crash of a party podcast, which I can't <laughs> believe there isn't drugs and drink going on in the background here, lads. Or Irish. But, uh, how do you know it's not? <laughs> 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 There's a reason we haven't held held Dale for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I'm I'm picturing I'm on a couch like Onslow with a beer and a vest on, just uh, just listening drunkenly. Yeah. There's no re- there's no way he still has a vest on. <laughs> <laughs> so so Ryan, I've I've got a question for you. No. Which player has uh, made you go like, no matter what I said, no matter what I did, I didn't mean it. I want you back. I want you back. I want you back for good. It's in my head now. You know it's. And it's it's gonna be in my head now for a long time. So what you mean you you mean you can't get it out of your, your head? No 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 no. Can't get it out of my head. You see, you see, you see here, here here's the problem, Mars. I was warming to you there, and then you ruined it. <laughs> you know we we were making progress, and then it was one step forward, fifteen steps back. Um... <laughs> you mean you and me used to be together always? I really feel that I'm losing my best friend. I'm sorry. I just prefer I, I just prefer Ben Dennery. I just prefer Ben Dennery. He's you know he's, if if I if I had to choose Mars, it would be Ben Dennery every time. <laughs> oh Mars, Mars has dropped off the call now. You've killed him. <laughs> oh. Don't speak. Uh, don't tell me it doesn't hurt. <laughs> someone can we actually mute someone remotely on Skype? Uh, <laughs> Uh, Join the party is who got the assist, Tom. How are you keeping, Tom? Welcome to the party. Yeah, hey, how you doing? Can you hear me? Oh, can hear you loud and clear. How are you keeping? Walk one, fam. Walk one, bros. In it, man. What's what's happening? Ignore What's happening? What's happening? I've been doing... It's all right, it's all right. Nearly 100 points. Can't complain. Oh, Oh, God. I've been doing lots of drugs and alcohol in the background. Yeah. <laughs> Would Dale wake him up? Wake him up. Oh yeah, yeah. I, Dale just passed me to Spliff, mate. He's out. He's out. And um, yeah, it, it wasn't uh, not the best uh, double game week so far for me. Unfortunately, uh, I had uh, had Jesus didn't rise again. Wasn't the end of free crosses. Um, 
just yeah it's just not gone very well i think i I heard you guys talking about like kind of (laughs) being an observer this season being a pundit more than actually being a player to some extent and where like nick is uh my wgta partner not partner in other ways uh marzi um he's like (laughs) in the uh in the top 10k there's me sitting in there 200k after having like seasons of being you know in the top 10k or pushing in around there so it's been a pretty appalling season just kind of hoping nick does well and just kind of commenting on what goes on around me um but yeah it's been a real kind of kick in the teeth but every time i've uh had great hopes they've been extinguished pretty fast and uh yeah tom you're much nicer as a podcast partner because i've been having a woeful season and i've been just wishing bad things on dale and mars and on kylie now like as well i don't, I <laughs> Thanks, don't want tom. them to be successful <laughs> <laughs> i want them down here with me <laughs> yeah yeah maybe but, uh, yeah. to be honest yeah. Don, even if i tried i can't be i'm sorry i can't be yeah. <laughs> You're See, just, you got so much abuse, Don. <laughs> yeah. 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 Meanwhile, so Maris did score. Yeah, he did. Uh, I was pretty happy with I that. I knew he was going to do that. Oh. I, I told you about the ex- expected troll factor was pretty high. That was right? my first thought. XT. And a bonus point as well. I know, I know. I think he was on for free at one point, actually, and somehow. But, um, Is he not yeah. still on for three? No, no. I think Vardy will get the winning goal. Um, I'm guessing he'll get pushed out of it. Yeah, it looks like he's on. He's on just the uh, just the one now. Yeah, him and he'll be on one. Yeah. Uh, la- latecomer to the podcast, of course, is the great Tom Campbell. How are you, how are you keeping, Tom? <laughs> what was that? What the hell was that? We brought a donkey to the podcast. Is everybody okay? I didn't sound healthy. <laughs> oh, God. What was oh. that? Seriously, what was that? Was that my singing? <laughs> was that no. I, I thought that was I thought that was Mars. I was sure that was going to be Mars Pterodactyl appeared. That sounded like Dale to me. Now what move? Tom, I've no idea what happened there. If somebody got murdered, we 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 wish we have deepest sympathies towards their families. But uh, <laughs> tell us how has how has been thirty seven gone for? Oh. Yeah, I mean condolences to whoever just died. We we don't know who that was, but uh, yeah, this it this was my SPL team, <laughs> like a few of ours, right? Uh, yeah, so uh, thirty seven. It, it is what it is. I, I've kind of lost a bit of interest at this point. Uh, season's been only kind of slightly below terrible. So I, I just kind of playing it like you're supposed to, I guess, and go into 38 and then try and enjoy the World Cup, really. Like, it's uh, hasn't been a great season. And by any means, I've had a couple of highlights and, like, just tons of lowlights, really. But that's FPL. Like, sometimes your 50-50s work out for you and sometimes they don't. And this season's definitely been, uh, you know, ones where they haven't gone my way. But you just got to smile and get on with it really there's there's always another game and and you go again next season uh, set yourself up to succeed and then and then bitch about it when it fails that's that's the life of an fpl manager we're all really i told you it. the guy will bring some eloquence into this pod nobody believed me i don't know the, the, the whole the whole season though i i know we got tom from who got the assist on here and i felt so sorry for him like he's made so many like good decisions in terms of the planning and then he just 
backfired like catastrophically time and time again. I felt uh, so sorry for him. But that's in, not fairness, in fairness, Tom, he's able to change the podcast name next year. He's able to call it who got who missed the penalty next season, though. Yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's true. Second edition. If we get eight, eight, eight penalties this season. Yeah, it's eight. It's eight. And if if I get two more, I think I will change the change the name to who got who got who missed the penalty um, for the rest of the summer. We're all told, like, you know, you want to put in your FPL side players who take penalties. Like, that's one of the things to give yourself more of a chance to score. And you did that. And just, I know. Yeah, Cat- I catastrophic. Just, <laughs> absolutely cursed just hope that you get all of the bad luck out of the season you know out of completely done this season and then yeah you'll get a bunch of good luck next season that, that's how you gotta, gotta you know assume it'll go because man it has been a rotten run for you it really has yeah it's been it's been really rough i think next year what i'll do is i'll make 38 one week teams and try to win the stress ball <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm sure official FPL will love like fuck it, fuck FPL being the uh, the game week winner. So uh, so guys, quick question for everybody. Quick question for everybody on tips. Who who after between like game take to one and thirty five went? What do I do to make you? What do I, what did I do to activate you? Sorry, seems to be the hardest way. It's sad, so sad. It's a sad, sad situation. Can I please get you back? Be honest. Who used the chips at the wrong time? Um, I don't think I did. Um, I think the free hit worked out pretty well above the average. I mean, I know Stag did it in 31, and equally that worked. Um, I just think the the outcome this year has been so anomalous in terms of the big teams not really performing, and a lot of the kind of the key men not really performing either. So you obviously got the Kane goal tonight. Um, but, you know, last season we had Kane, we had Sanchez and to a lesser extent we had players like Hazard doing something in these games. And this season it's not really materialised, like the key players of the community at large has uh, picked up, haven't really, done, haven't really performed as we'd like them to. I think that that's really contributed to the depressed scores that we've seen. Um, I think I'd do the same thing again, Mars, to be honest. Like I'd still probably play the double game weeks. I wouldn't sit there and have a team of, you know, James Tompkins and... A fucking Jordan Jakiri and all this kind of crap. Like I, I wouldn't do that. Like I'd always have a double game week team full of double game week players because like experience shows that the majority of the time having those players in with two bites for cherries can be better. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I wouldn't change. I did the free hit thirty one. No, sorry, I, do, uh, I, free hit thirty five, and I wouldn't change it either. And I did bench boost thirty four, and I'm so glad because my bench would have been rubbish, even though my triple captain didn't work. I wouldn't have had the bench that I did. In 37. So for me, well, I'll tell you what really annoys me, and maybe we can have a discussion about that. It's uh, not just Captain Hindsight, but it's people who think there's only one way, and if you don't play that way, and it's their way or the highway. What, like, yeah. What's that all about? Nonsense. Absolute nonsense, isn't it? I think that what I liked about the free hit chip is, you know, ditching the fairly useless all out attack chip. I think it was, was all roundly agreed that was a good idea to, to sack that one off. But what I like about the introduction of this one is that it really gives the opportunity for like a huge swing. Um, and I, I was kind of forced into playing mine earlier in the season when I had a bunch of injuries and Coutinho got transferred to Barcelona and stuff. And actually, I think I ended up like 40 points better off than if I'd kept my squad, which was in tatters that week um, as a consequence. But clearly that wasn't like the plan. It wasn't the plan to use a... That, that chip in a non-double game week but for my season it actually worked out effectively so I totally agree there's there's you know there's tons of different ways to skin a cat and 
having a chip that enables that like a 40 point swing is huge um i just think that keeps the interest in the game a bit longer and gives you hope even if it's you know false hope with my season that uh you know you, you can you can bring bring it back and and there's definitely more ways than one to to play it and next season i think it will be you know, open season on when to when to use them because the double game weeks have pretty much sucked for the majority of managers this season so i think a bunch of experienced managers will be tempted to uh, to risk it earlier in the campaign and i think that's going to be that's going to be cool to see how that how that plays out you know yeah i agree with that i think it'd be interesting to see how as you say it develops i think a lot of people are going to perhaps be misguided slightly by the way this double game week's turned out like i know that a lot of the time like on Twitter, you see people quoting stats from last season and that being kind of the reality of what's going to happen, you know, in times to come. So, you know, we saw that people were saying, you know, Jays is going to absolutely smash it, which kind of obscured Aubameyang a little bit from a lot of people's consideration, I think, because Jesus suddenly became essential to everybody. And I think kind of going to what Mars said about, like, my way or the highway, I think there's definitely, um, you know, a lot of the time when you give advice in any way, shape or form, like we don't style ourselves as experts. I don't think many people here do. Uh, I think the reality is people need to engage brain sometimes and just kind of think, well, yeah. that's, that's interesting. That's useful. That's a good stat I could use. That may inform my strategy, but a lot mm. of it kind of relies on our information going to you and you assimilating that and making yeah, yeah. What, whatever you think is the best strategy right. out of it. Say. Now I was going to say, Dave, you, you did a different strategy and I think Dale, you did as well. I'm interested to hear what you guys think because I don't think you used your chips around the double game weeks and the free hit was completely different. Yeah, I used my free hit really early. I had uh, two injuries. I had horrific fixtures. I used it in game week seven. Yeah. And it only netted me, I think it was 62 points, something like that. But my original team would have only scored 30. Yeah. So, you know, it's all about when it suits your team. Yeah. You know, it's... For me, um, I've always been a big advocate of that. Um, and it, and I, I dodged two injuries, like two one-week injuries on Firmino and Morata. So yeah. Although, think, why, you know what I'm gonna, Dale, you know what I'm gonna say, right? Go on. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Tom's point's a good one though as well. Like you'll listen to a bunch of podcasts and you know follow a bunch of accounts on Twitter, use Reddit, Facebook, however you want to use the FPL community and stuff. But there's heaps of opinions, stats, facts out there and stuff, but there's nothing quite like getting ahead of the curve on FPL and, you know, picking something up yourself. And one of my highlights in a really depressing season was I got on Mares really, really early. I think it was like game week 10, maybe, right before his, his really good run. Um, ultimately, then I could pretty much aimed at my own foot and then pulled the trigger by ditching him for Hazard, who went on to do nothing. But for the, that brief period of uh, owning Mares before, like pretty much anyone in the community had picked up on him. That was awesome, and that was because I I basically watched him on match of the day, and he looked he looked in great form, and it hadn't turned into any FPL returns at that point, but uh, I sort of got the impression it could do. And yeah, we talked know, a lot about the eye, about... the eye test, Sorry? didn't we? We talked a lot about the eye test. Right, yeah, and the it kind of gets just... forgotten, Mars, doesn't it? <laughs> because if you if you only use, you know, the, the avenues I just mentioned, that that does tend to get forgotten. So I think. Next season, I'm going to try and apply more of a filter to all the information that I yeah. get and I try and be a bit, I think a bit I totally, more... I totally agree with that. I think I've, it, yeah. I totally agree with that. I've had a massive problem this year. I reckon of just... 
you know, you know, looking at the numbers, trying to make, you know, trying to find your own way, but just still just being obsessed with Twitter and looking through. Yeah. And the same names keep appearing. And, you, and there's that, that sort of groupthink thing comes into it, and you start thinking, well, hang on a minute, I'm, I might be missing out here. And collectively, mm. all these people must know better than, than I do. But I, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's the idea that. Yeah, no, nobody's an expert, right? Everybody's just playing this game in their own way, and yeah, everybody's got their own opinions. Yeah, and, and I think he, this I is where people. this is where the difference is between going for a mini league versus going for an OR. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. for me, I go for mini league all the time. So it's always interesting to see what people have to say on Twitter. But for me, I I make my moves based on the my mini league rifles. Yeah. Um, I remember Mark, depending we, on where I am. Um, Pete and I uh, we had lunch. Oh God, it was months and months ago when he was on his wild card the first. Yeah, that, that game week game week seven, I think that was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, months ago, and I remember that that time one of your sort of at that time it was a, a relatively uh, maverick pick, in, including Raheem Sterling, and you know there wasn't there wasn't much noise about him in, in the community at that point. I remember thinking, oh, you know, I, that, I like that, and then you know subsequently you've seen the season he's had, but that wouldn't have been informed by a bunch of you know Twitter handles on that. That would have been based on your own interpretation of form and fixture and a combination of the two. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think I'd agree with that. One of your best calls, I would have thought. Ken. I, I think it's arguably my best call, but again, yeah. it's, it, I sort of, I've sort of lost that as the season's gone on because when you don't get off to a great start, you sort of think, yeah. you keep thinking, okay, how am I going to get this back? And Okay, just try and consolidate, play it safe, don't take too many risks, because the risk can yeah. potentially backfire. Ken, I think sometimes you've got to go, go against that sometimes as well. I agree. Ken, yeah. you, played, you played your free hit in a double game week like Dave I think talk us through your thoughts yeah yeah no it, it didn't work out for me in the end but I think it's a pretty viable strategy and I might even give it another go uh, next season um, because as long as you're fairly well set up for the blank game weeks which I was uh, I think you you know it's you can you can afford anyone you want really because you yeah. can afford to have a really cheap goalkeeper and two really cheap subs so you can just Design your whole team around uh, big double game weekers. So uh, I don't. It seems that not a lot of people did it. And if I went by my ex- experience this season, I wouldn't be doing it again. But I think I think it's viable. I think it's it's something people need to look at. Uh, not not rule out anyway. Certainly in future. I think it's absolutely viable. I'll tell you what scares me is if if my players that I had pre free hit score. The re- one of the main reasons I did uh, two reasons I did game week thirty five. I knew it was going to be a big blank game week between two teams. So if I set up my wild card, I will be fine and I don't have to think about 35. The other reason is I don't want to sit there and watch players that I had in my team that I took out score. That yeah. scared me. Yeah, but that's always going yeah. to happen when you play your free hit, you know? No, but for me, so again, I'm just, just my experience. When I did it for blank game week 35, I only had three Burnley players and they did nothing. So I did, So whatever I did, whatever score I got, it would have been better than any team that I would have had because I built my team in that way. Of course, I was lucky mm. with certain teams dropping out and certain teams not dropping out, etc. But, you know, I didn't have Salah, I didn't have Firmino, I didn't have any of these guys. So all of them came in in 35 and my Burnley players are the only ones that I had and I think they did nothing. Maybe one goal between three of them. I, I wanted mm. to get uh, your guys' thoughts and specifically Tom's, but like anyone obviously chip in. One of the things I, I think I've learned this season is thinking more about the player that you're transferring out. Um, so I'm quite com- comfortable that I've made decent decisions in terms of players I've brought in this season. Like clearly they're going to be informed by everything we've just talked about, like chatting with you guys and stuff on F- uh, on the 
on Twitter, Reddit, etc., and uh, using FF Scout, FF Fix, all the rest of it. But I've made mistake time and time again this season about disregarding the person that I'm transferring out and the fixture they're going to be playing. So I've got a bunch of examples that will make you laugh, cringe, cry, etc. Transferred out Morata before he scored a hat trick for Jesus and didn't play. Transferred out um, Aguero for four goals in two games later on in the season. Transferred out Kane before a brace away at Everton. Like these horrific decisions. Like the players who replaced them actually in the main, other than Jesus who didn't play, actually did okay. But I didn't, my headspace wasn't like thinking, oh, they might punish me. It was more like the person I was getting in is is a better shout. But actually next season, I'm going to be more thinking, could the person I'm taking out punish me in that game week? Because it is a rotten feeling to, to see that happen. I don't know if you guys have experienced the same this season or in previous seasons, but for me next season, I'm, o- I'm only going to be looking to remove people who I think are unlikely to... Uh... Isn't that the damned if you do, damned if you don't quandary of FPL? I, well, a good example of where I, I was, it hurt me less, surely, was when I transferred out on a one-week uh, transfer. I took Raheem Sterling out um for one week with the intention of bringing him back in uh the next week which i did do when he was away at spurs and fair enough he got i think 10 points in that game but i didn't feel so bad because to me away at spurs is one of the hardest games for any attacker to have even a man city team so i didn't feel like that was a a stupid decision i think this season more than any i found patience to be a key you have to have a little patience as my mate gary says have a little yeah. patience. <laughs> I'd agree. And there's been a lot of unpredictability about the results, not just in the last week or so, but across the season. We haven't, short of options like Salah and, and Sterling, and there's been a few, but largely a lot of these options will be informed for a flash in the pan. You know, it's it's one week here, two weeks there, and then they go quiet and it's someone else. And so in other seasons where we might have been able to jump in in and out more smoothly, it's very difficult at the moment to pinpoint who is going to retain any degree of form because the teams themselves haven't necessarily been consistent. Yeah, I agree with that too. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to group all the players. (laughs) Go on, Dale. I said I'm going to group all the players into like the star sounds and then I'm going to read the horoscope for the week and I'm going to think on that. It's a great tactic. Totally. Did you use your chips in a outside of the game week? Do you have any thoughts on that? Um, no, I didn't, but I do agree with um, using your chips uh, in a sensible manner. So, for example, if if you have no players to play and you need to, uh, because your bench is you know fully injured. And, you know, just use them early. There is no hard and fast rule with this. Um, I remember being on on the old uh, FanView podcast two years ago, chatting away, saying, here's the maths for all the chips. And um, and this year the maths worked out, but that year it didn't. And, you know, it's just how it goes. It's, it's the, the brilliant thing about Premier League football is there's always an element of randomness. You could probably predict six games in a week and there'll be four that you don't. And the four that you don't are the ones that will bugger up your game week. And whether they happen on a double game week or not, you know, is, is part of the randomness of it all. 
I think it's one of the things I found most frustrating, actually. I've been doing this now for four years, and the fact I haven't been able to crack it really annoys me. Even, even though I know logically it's um, you can't predict football, because if you could, the bookies would be out of business. But the fact you think, okay, I've got a strategy, I've got a plan, I think I've got the best way through this, I've, I've looked at everything, and it just blows up in your face. It's so frustrating. <laughs> Absolutely so annoying the hell out of me. Do you know what yeah. I mean? But then, I, but then I think most of the time, models like yours and, and my model, over the long term, will work out okay. But I think it's the difference between knowing when it's the model coming up with an idea versus when um, when watching with your eyes on match of the day that uh, Chelsea are not particularly playing well, and now is the time yeah. to get out of Chelsea, irrespective of where the model says, you know, stick with Murata, which is probably the mistake um, that I made kind of, you know, around about game week 15 was not relying on what I could see on telly. And that's, yeah, the, the thing about long-term models as well is that is they're just that, right? They're long-term. And and even if you look at, you know, 38 data points over a gate, over a whole season, that's still not actually a particularly long time. And, but what we're dealing with is effectively just classical randomness. Now over the course of the season, you know, roughly what's going to happen, but on a week by week basis, you've got absolutely no clue what's going to happen. Anything could go on. And it's, it, trying to pinpoint that and, and sort of blending those models together um, along with the eye test, like you say, is actually, it's very important, but it's, it, it's it's incredibly difficult because you're right, you start second guessing yourself and start thinking, well, is it me coming up with that idea and looking for stats to back it up or is it vice versa? Uh, or is it a combination of both? And is it me or Tarkovsky? Me or Tarkovsky, yeah, <laughs> precisely. Yeah. Or, I'll be absolutely honest with you. I'll be absolutely honest with you. I don't use any models. Yeah. But if I do, they'll be Latinos. But that's beyond the point. We're talking about oh, Mars. <laughs> oh, Mars. But honestly, I, I, go, I go by gut. Yeah. The players that I like. You know, I, I was actually, the first few weeks, it was quite depressing. Then I hit my wild card. And then Otomendi became a hero. And he mm. took away all my pain. <laughs> Mars, Mars, I, Mars, I know why you don't use models. It's because you're too sexy. You're too sexy. You're too sexy for your shirt. Too sexy, it hurts. <laughs> yes. Right. They're, too t- they're too tall for him as well, Paul. Too tall, yeah, that's probably true. true. We've got more in there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got a little story to tell you, actually. Oh, excellent, Ken. Uh, it was. It happened to be earlier today. I had to go in and get uh, approve a passport for my son, so I met him and his mother uh, into in the Garda station in Cork. And uh, so we went up and kind of showed our IDs and signed the forms and all this kind of thing. And the guard there was making pleasantries and he's saying, "Oh, are you off anywhere on your holidays?" And we're like, "Oh yeah, we're going here for two weeks." And, and he goes, "Oh sure, look, you need a you need a holiday, don't you?" He looks up at me after a long hard FPL season. And I was like, oh. uh, yeah, yeah. He goes, yeah, I, that's yourself, isn't it? <laughs> and we talked about FBL for five minutes in the guard station, like while uh, while my son was there, just kind of waiting for us. So I said, look, I said I'd give him a shout out. So hello, guard Derry in Anglesey Street guard station. Best of luck. He tripled the chain, so it's a good, it's a good, uh, it's a good night for him. Oh, excellent. That's a brilliant story. And uh, the, uh, the have, have, maybe you'll be able to use there, it in the future to get out there, of some trouble as well. Are there only two <laughs> people where you live? <laughs> 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 uh, 
It's Cork. No, Everyone knows uh, everything at this stage. Yeah, he's a uh, Ken is now designed for you know that gift for I'm kind of a big deal, you know that one uh, that, uh, <laughs> that, that, that day of <laughs> So, uh, lads, it's been a it's been a fantastic party, and we've had great uh, FBL chats and uh, and conversation. But we it's only fair that we actually wrap up the season finale with finding out from Mars about his highlights and low points of the of the game week or of the season because I know he will have some plan for us. So, uh, Mars, you can finish off the show. <laughs> yeah, I'm not here to make you love me. I'm not here to uh, to watch my OR. I'm here to win my mini league, and that's my goal. Um, so, yeah, my highlight should be next week. I'm at least, I think, now 30 points clear in my mini league, even though I didn't triple Captain Kane. So, it's looking good. No, my, honestly, my highlight is the fact that I had a plan and I stuck to it. And I always say to people, have a plan, go with it. You have to be a little bit flexible. Um, but, you know, don't, don't don't be scared of having a plan. Um, low light is uh, oof, Liverpool making me sweat it all the way to the, to the final game when we should have sealed it ages ago. That doesn't count as FPL, though. Probably not getting on the Burnley clean sheets early enough because, God damn, they, they get a lot of clean sheets. But yeah, no, I've enjoyed it. And obviously the main highlight for me is uh, meeting Dale and Kylie. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that gives a big middle finger from me. <laughs> of course, and you, Don. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's been a pleasure. But uh, no, uh, it's uh, the season has been great. As much as when Fan Feud went, uh, it was uh, it was it was emotional because um, it had been a big part of uh, of my life, along with Chief, of course, and Chorley as well, and and um, and all of you really on this call. Um, most of you have been on at different times, and and Dale, of course, over the over the couple of years. But um, it, the, when we when we restarted it with the Amigos, it was um, it was it has been the highlight of the season for for sure for me. Uh, low, low point of the season has been my rank, but uh, but it the high point definitely uh, it, it outscores the low point. But uh, thanks a million to uh, all of our guests. Of course, Dave from Burnley, Chief at FBL Hints, uh, Coach at FBL Coach, Fantasy Yerma, of course, um, Ken Rooney at Ken Rooney, uh, the FBL Stag, Chorley Rocks from Fantasy Football First, Peter Blake at Matt Safe FBL. From who got the assist, Tom, thanks a million for joining us. And Tom Campbell, uh, thanks for joining myself, FBL Marple, Mars at Mars05, Kylie at Kylie FBL, and of course, the lovely, the delightful Dale at FBL Chef. No! Uh, <laughs> what was that noise there? Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> and, and on that and on that note for an absolute chaotic podcast <laughs> it's booyah from us Adios, See you next season. who was that lads with the fucking with the train station I don't know what you're talking about but buy some built home <laughs> <laughs> oh man one for each other Brave amigos are we, brother to brother and everyone, a brave amigo.